masterminds. We gon' get this forever. You know whenever we link up, my nigga. They think this shit come from out of space or something. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, let's get this money, nigga. Woo! Woo! Masterminds. ROC. Double MG. Jay, I got it. I got it. Four stacks for the hills on my bitch feet. Car seat still smelling like 10 keys. Tell a plug that I'm looking for an increase. Wingstop, fat boy, need a 10 piece. Say a nigga name in the car stop. Nigga switching lane to lane like Walmart. Sipping Bordeaux, while in Bordeaux. Has the lights flashing on the Fordo. Switch the Benzo for the Enzo. Back to the Benzo when the end's low. Switch your old bitch for my new bitch. Come a new bitch, something like a nympho. Fuck the game raw when I came in it. Getting money ever since I came in it. You couldn't stop me if you tried. Motherfucker, cause the devil is alive. Big guns, big whips. Rich nigga talking big shit. Double cup, go rich. Double up on the blow, bitch. Two mil on that I-95. Buy your head, cause it's time to pay tax. Opposition want me dead or alive. Motherfucker, but the devil is alive. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the truth. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the proof. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm alive. The devil is alive. Two kings on the big screen. Nigga seen the 36 at 16. 100K for the 16. Nigga stick dirty, but his dick clean. My money going on the deep end. Talk I have a milli for the weekend. Contract like a nigga play defense. Curry's in the Maybach, bitch peeking. Now the bitches want a car hop. Six cribs for the cars in the car lot. Dope boys on the gold, nigga. Win gold six times for a gold, nigga. Black bottle when the bad bitch. Club all money when the cash is. Dubai, I can do it like a sheep. Top flow, nigga, birds and Khalid. Big guns, big whips. Rich nigga talking big shit. Double cup, go rich. Double up on that blow, bitch. Two mil on that I-95. Buy your head, cause it's time to pay tax. Opposition want me dead or alive. Motherfucker, but the devil is alive. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the truth. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the proof. The devil is alive. I got a ring. The devil is alive. I never fuck with true religion Am I down with the devil? Come on, roof, come on, missing It's that Lucifer juice And that two could be sipping That do say, baby Welcome to the dark side <laughs> Could've got blacklist For the crack shit White Jesus in my crock pot I mixed the shit with some soda Now I'm black Jesus Turned water to wine And all I had to do Was turn the stove up East Coast Winning that life, nigga Cheat code The hating is flicking Hit your free throws The devil try to hit me With the Rico Them black people <laughs> Devil want these niggas hate their own kind Gotta be the Illuminati if a nigga shine Oh, it can't be your nigga if a nigga rich Oh, it gotta be the devil, that's a nigga shit You seen what I did to the stop and frisk Brooklyn on the bar
There's a clicking in my ear. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. It is Sunday. It is in the morning. And you know what that means. It is showtime. And hello, everybody. Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports, the radio show <laughs> hosted by me, Brent Reed. Uh, you can get, you're watching me currently right now on Facebook Lives. Uh, go to the Downright Sports fan page, and you can uh, take a look at all the latest updates and news and reports. I have a new program on the computer, and I'm trying to get used to it. And it's it's a bigger kind of screen, so where before the screen would move. Now it's kind of a slower build, but the time is always right, so I guess that's what matters. Nothing different on Facebook, but uh, if the first time you guys are ever listening to the show, please subscribe. Uh, become a fan, a friend of the show, and uh, subscribe. Understand, it's a, I'm a sports critic for the sports fan, because I'm a fan. So I'm going to talk from a fan's perspective, so don't try to put, you know, don't, don't, um... Don't hold it over my head, if you will, if I'm a little off on some things, but not all things. Uh, Today's show is pretty much predominantly going to be basketball. Um, In these crazy times where, you know, what we consider normal is now different, and normal now means staying at home and staying away from other people. There are no sports. You know, baseball should be going on right now. Uh, the NBA playoffs should be going on right now. There should be a lot of stuff happening right now, but it's not, and it's no big deal. Basketball's probably the easiest one to tackle. I know everybody's like, well, why are you only tackling the NFL draft? What's wrong with the draft? Draft bores me. I'm not going to sit here and talk seven rounds about a bunch of what-ifs. I will say that it looks like one of my predictions is correct, that Jameis Winston may end up with the Saints, Smart move for the Saints and smart move by Jameis. You're going to go sit behind Drew Brees. You get to sit behind the learning tree. And then not to mention if you're Sean Payton, you got a young stud waiting for either the day Drew Brees says, okay, I'm done. Or Drew Brees gets hurt because both can happen. Now the next letter needs to, I, I, I want to see where Cam Newton goes because you're not going to tell me a former league MVP who took a team to the Super Bowl by himself uh, can't find a home. I, you know, I think that's kind of weird, you know, but whatever. <clears throat> like I said earlier, most of the show today, my voice is all over the place. Well, uh, most of the show today is going to be basketball. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk a little basketball. And let's look back. The season is whatever. If you're looking for a continuation of the season, I think they should... Just go straight into the playoffs. I've been looking and looking and looking and looking and looking. I don't think it will matter if you cancel the season today because the teams at the bottom, they're not going to make no noise. Um, Pelicans ain't. Um, There's a lot of teams at the bottom right now. We'll talk about the teams on the top, but if you look at the teams on the bottom, Washington's not making no noise. Charlotte ain't making no noise. Chicago's not making no noise. The Knicks, need I say more, and anything below the Knicks you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, out West, Portland, not really. Uh, Pelicans, I know they were making moves, but I didn't see that really happening. Kings, Spurs, Suns, T-Wolves, Warriors, they not make, you know, they, they ain't going nowhere. So, if the NBA season ended today, basically, 
the teams that will be in on the east side. You got the Bucks, Toronto, uh, Boston, Miami, uh, Indiana, 76ers, Nets, and the Magic. That's your eight teams in the east. Uh, the Magic could, with that unorthodox style, give Milwaukee some bit of uh, a headache. But let's be, I mean... You're most of the time you're the AFC, you're the you're a buy. They should almost give the first the team in the in the, that's number one in the East and number one in the West. Just give them you know a, a first round buy and <clears throat> do a one game playoff between the ninth seed and the eighth seed. Have some excitement and it would be better. Just a one game playoff. You win, you in, and because it's almost I mean it still won't matter, but it's almost not fair a lot of times because you could pencil in. The one seed beating the eight seed every time, except for two occasions when the Knicks beat the Heat and uh, the Nuggets beat the Supersonics. I think, yeah, that's the, the two times it's ever happened. Other than that, it don't happen. Like, don't even you know if you're a Magic fan, wishful thinking. And I don't think there's been a Magic fan since Dwight Howard, quite frankly, Shaquille O'Neal, maybe. But uh, West, you got LeBron and them Lakers. Ka- uh, Kawhi and them Clippers, Nuggets with the Joker, <clears throat> Utah, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Mavericks, and the Grizzlies. That's your eight teams. The Grizzlies find themselves in there because that young man, Jay Morin, who nobody saw being uh, a bull in the China shop. They did. I think everybody knew he was going to be all right, but I don't think they thought this kid was just going to be. First of all, I don't think they thought he was going to be bouncing on cats. And just like, oh, you underneath the rim, no big deal. I'm a point guard. I'm just banging it on you. Or like he, the difference in the Grizzlies is him. Like last year, the Grizzlies wasn't in this situation. He has become the difference. So like, I'll touch on what award that young man shall receive when <clears throat> Downway Sports presents the first ever NBA award show here on the podcast. That's right. I got to drink tea when we take a break. But this the season. For even as short as it was, we got a lot of answers. We we found out the Greek Freak is not a fluke. We found out LeBron does need every great player needs help. Anthony Davis is definitely the difference maker in LA by a large margin. They went from not making the playoffs to being the best team out west. We found out that uh, Paul George cannot play alone; that he needs a best friend to play with, and will chase behind anybody he can shot at Paul George, but Kawhi Leonard, the, uh, the, the the man who you could just borrow if you want to win a championship, and that Kevin Durant is the real league MVP because, barring injury, the Warriors lost KD. That's it. And, have, and, and are the worst team in the West. How insane is that? So, if Kevin Durant don't, doesn't walk into the Brooklyn Nets office and like, you know what? I think I need a little more money. Because go look at what I did for that other franchise. And by me leaving them, how that turned out. So, it's going to be very interesting to see next year with him healthy. With Kyrie Irving healthy. Where Brooklyn may stand. Because <clears throat> Kyrie Irving, we all know, that medicine cabinet could be all over the place. But one thing we know for certain, Kevin Durant is good for at least 20 wins by himself. Easy. Now, I know, I know, I know. The Warriors didn't have Steph. They don't have Clay, 
and Draymond got exposed that if he don't have no if he doesn't have any help, he's not carrying anybody. So it's a good thing he chose to sign an extension and stay in in um, Golden State because I'm not sure after this season he would have got a check. Like one of those big ones that I think everybody thought he was gonna get. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with needing help. You know, you need help. But he really got exposed that he can't carry the team at all. And, <clears throat> yeah, he's got three rings, but he shouldn't trash talk nobody. Like, he should just be the most humble guy in the league because he got exposed. Like, from a defensive point, if I'm a coach, I'm trying to find ways right now where we could take uh, Steph out the game and we could take Clay out the game and we try to make Draymond win it. And if because <clears throat> if Draymond's got to try to win the game by himself, may not happen. You know what I'm saying? May not happen. What else I write down? Bunch of crap. Did I write it down here? I don't think so. Inside baseball kids. <laughs> um, but then the one thing I think you can take away from this past year is that um, Zion Williamson is going to be the truth. Healthy, if healthy. That New Orleans needs to surround him with talent. New Orleans needs to pull a Bulls in the eight, in the eighties. Go find him his Scottie Pippen. Like, I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to pay for the guy. You need to find a way to keep that kid in in um, Louisiana for the rest of his career. Because if he's healthy, he's a he proved he's the difference maker. Like, the, he showed up, and the team just plays different. And not to mention, he has something we haven't seen probably since the Greek Freak, and that's just a rare hunger for the rock. Like, whether you pass it to him or you miss a shot, he's going to get the ball. Like, he doesn't need you to pass him the ball for him to probably get 15. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had an easy 15 just off rebounds. That's crazy. Like, for, for like, I'm telling nobody believes it, but if you pay attention and watch him, he is a rare combo of that, um, that Charles Barkley with a little splish splash of a early Larry Dave Johnson with a splish splash of a Sean Kemp. All he has to do is add a jumper. If he can add a jumper, that he can, if he can shoot about, I want to say if he can shoot about 40% from three. And consistently, uh, it's a it's a it's a done deal. It's a done 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 deal. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching him for at least the next five ten years because that's how exciting I think he's going to be. Really. Um, and then finally, we have to say goodbye to Vince Carter for so many for guys that's my age and the third you know early thirties. We all witnessed Vince sanity. You know what I'm saying? The dude that jumped out the gym. Like we all had. Jordan, you know, we saw, you know, it was MJ, but MJ was dunking on cats in the 80s, and, you know, he was doing, you know, two hands, and, you know, he would cop the ball, and we would, you know, oh, my God, and then here came Vince Carter, and then we really went, oh, my, like, some of the greatest dunkers in this game, you got Jordan, you got um, Dominique, you got Chocolate Thunder, who played for the 76ers, you could throw in Jason um, Richardson, you could throw in... Um, Trying to think, trying to think. Sean Kemp, excuse me. But when they came to, when you you won this, Kobe, Kobe was a great dunker. Vince Car uh, Tracy McGrady, great dunker. But when everybody bows to Vince Carter, like, it didn't matter 
you're, like, it didn't matter. Vince was a, like, they called Michael Vick the first video game. Vince Carter was the first video game player. Like, the first guy, like, somebody, did somebody have a joystick? Who put in the cheat code? Like, this guy's dunking over seven for five, uh, seven, five guys with ease. Like, he's not dunking <laughs> with, like, a struggle. Or he's not doing what I call the Blake Griffin dunk. He, like, throws the ball in and they call it a dunk. No, he's grabbing the rim. Throwing the ball down and looking at you like, oh, you little. And he's the small guy. Vince, unfortunately, never made it to an NBA Finals. Um, I don't think he's got a championship. I don't. I think he joined Dallas after they won their championship. He could have easily, later in his career, signed with any bandwagon. So he could have went to the Warriors. He could have went to the Cavaliers. He chose to go to bad teams to kind of mentor young players, which you got to respect. Uh, Charles Barkley said it best. A lot of young teams don't have that veteran to teach them how to play in the game. And Vince Carter has been doing that. We're never going to see. I mean, we'll never see a guy like Vince that excited us like that. Zion's close, but Vince was exciting. You know, Vince went to the dunk contest. Wherever he went, he was exciting. Vince was like a street ball guy. He was that era of street ball guys, the AIs, the Vince, the T-Max, the, the one-on-one guys. The one time he got to play with other Hall of Famers, with Jason Kidd, and um, I'm not going to throw Richard Jefferson in the Hall of Fame, but I thought those Nets teams were supposed to be good, better, and I thought those Nets teams, I don't know if it was injury, I don't know what it was, but it's just sad that we never got to see Vince in the finals. Vince-Kobe battle or... Uh, Vince and uh, LeBron battle, or, you know, anything like that. We got some early Vince, Paul Pierce, Vince AI, Vince Ray Allen, but we never got that, like, Vince-Kobe playoff battle. We never got Kobe-LeBron, to be fair. So, anyway, when we come back, we're going to uh, take a break, throw some music on. Today's music is all hip-hop, so I don't want to hear nothing. If you got to complain about it, leave a comment. That's how you voice your opinion, kids. Leave a comment. <laughs> and um, we're going to hand out, when we come back, we're going to hand out the NBA awards. And I left one of the awards in the car so I can flash it. So, uh, yeah, that's not happening. I'm not going downstairs. <laughs> but when we come back, I'm handing out some awards. We're going to have some fun. And then uh, we're going to wrap the show up today talking about, uh, you know, sports. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Downright sports. Bright lights and dark corners, it's night and bark on us Refugees running wild, why cleft for the sick Sawyer huh? Nothing to lose, I was starving from the start Now the same cat driving Jaguars Open fire when you see me, yeah, a lot of men can whisper The club that I'm a member, they'll be gone by November Keys to the city, got killers who slither with me Lamborghini, middle of the ghetto, smoke a fat 50 Billionaire bid Wrists on chill, standing in the field of dreams, trying to see a hundred mil. These boys going blind, they just happy being free. In the world of so many, I just wanted me a key. Sheesh, I just wanted me a piece. Slice of cheesecake before my niggas all deceased. These boys snoring lines, I'm fine, just sipping wine. Amsterdam in the air, tomorrow on my mind. I'm Barry Gordy to the streets. With a kilo, said that boy, that been a beast. 
I wanna be there when each one of my kids born Royal blood, hundred acres each to live on Real nigga to the day that I'm deceased Even then I pray I'm living through these beats Dope boy, you can tell by my sneaks Burning Instagram green where it falls like a leaf Born in the bricks with the short end of the stick Always running late, quick to show up with your bitch The hue blows cool, but my Terminator's foolish All stainless steel, quick to match it with my tulip Red carpet event, the marijuana be lit Red or blue, do you, as long as you're getting rich Crack game, champagne, kilos on the stock exchange Rolls Royce, new ghost, that's a nigga pocket change These niggas acting like they want a war When it come to whacking niggas, I don't want awards Nigga, you a bitch, why your Honda Accord? I'm riding in some shit only I can afford Shouldn't claim the hood to your bill of rapport Amsterdam state of mind, I just gave you a tour I'm laughing at the people who label me poor Now I piss on Europeans, you think it was porn I'm Barry Gordy to the streets With a kilo, said that boy that been a beast I wanna be there when he Alright, why, why We are <clears throat> back And the voice is still It's just early, man Stop doing this show at like one o'clock. <clears throat> anyway, uh, as I queue up the old Facebook Live and I drink a cup of coffee, uh, check this out. Something I wanted to tell you guys. Oh, this Wednesday on YouTube, uh, an all new Downrange Sports that airs on YouTube. You can check out. We're gonna uh, do the top ten W greatest WNBA players of all time. A show I'm very excited about. I like shows that challenge me, uh, make me do research, make me discover stuff I haven't found yet. And I still got work to do because there's a lot that I haven't figured out yet. I'm watching on ESPN. They're celebrating on this day. Kobe Bryant just was dunking on people. And I forgot that the Hornets played in the West for a minute. Who remembers that when the Hornets used to be in New Orleans? They should have never left Charlotte. For definitely not the stupid Bobcats. That was a dumb name. And the reason why they were named the Charlotte Bobcats was because the owner of the team name was Bob Johnson. So he named his team the Bobcats. How about that? It's like, I don't even know what that's like. I know it's just dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. They didn't even have Charlotte colors. They were like, they had Nick colors. Like, who puts a team in Charlotte and doesn't do Carolina blue? Which I feel is the devil and Carolina blue is an ugly color. For those of you UNC fans out there, I, I personally think you honor all of Charlotte and just put them in the greatest championship college team ever in Duke colors. That's what you. If Charlotte wants to know why they haven't uh, won a championship, maybe they should wear Duke blue. I don't know. Just saying. Anyway, we're doing the. I, I decided, you know, we've been cheated because of this disgusting disease, uh, that disease, this virus that's unfortunate and has harmed and hurt so many people. So I hope everybody's been safe. Hope everybody has been helped, you know, you know, practicing their social distancing. I went to the store yesterday and saw none of that. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I wear a mask. I put my gloves on. I didn't take it for real. Like so many people, I took it like, you know, it was like everything else will blow over, but you know, it hasn't. And uh, God's got a funny way in humbling you. So I uh, hope everybody's, uh, you know, doing it what they're supposed to be doing so we can one day get back to normal and we can all high five and hug again when we watch our favorite sports do so team does do something. But we're doing the <clears throat> I'm going to throw sound effects in and post uh, Facebook Live. You won't get the sound effect. I'm sorry. But 
the first ever WNBA award show here on the Downright Sports Radio Show slash podcast. And it's hosted by yours truly, Brent Reed. I was going to fake a host and do like Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid. Ah, welcome to the show. But I didn't feel like doing that for 15, 20 minutes. I just couldn't hold all that. But in any case... Let's get my host voice going here, and welcome everybody to the first annual NBA Downright Sports Show, award show, excuse me, <laughs> that's my first time. What we're going to do here is we have a couple different categories we're going to pick out there. We're going to have the category of the most improved team, the team that dropped the ball, the all the NBA all Showtime team, that's right, those players, must be players, I feel deemed are main event ready. And then we're going to give out the Rookie of the Year, and then finally, the most important award, the MVP. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the MVP award. Each, uh, each award had four candidates. Each award will uh, we will present, and the presenter will be me. And the recipients won't be here. Thank you. With that being said, let's get started with <laughs> the most improved team. Now, this past season, so many teams improved. So many teams have gotten better. Most teams have gotten worse. But we kick it off with four teams, I feel, improved. And we break it down to just one. And the nominees are the Los Angeles Lakers. Went from not making the playoffs to being the best team in the West. Next. The Dallas Mavericks, one team last year who we witnessed was on the rise with the young man in uh, Draco, whatever his name is, <laughs> Luka Dantich is actually his name, and we witnessed him at one piece, he added the unicorn, uh, former Knicks player, we won't mention his name anymore because he deserted the Knicks, and now they are one of the best teams in the West and have made some noise. The other team on that list, the... Miami Heat, all they really did was add Jimmy Butler, and he's been enough for that team to go from a basement dweller to being fourth in the East. And then finally, the Los Angeles Clippers, who did make the playoffs last year, but went from an eighth seed last year to a second seed this year. And we have the envelope. I gotta find a drum roll. (laughs) And the winner of the most improved team... The Miami Heat. That's right. Yeah, well, without the Lakers? Well, the Lakers was a given. You all knew what was going to happen with that team. But with the Miami Heat, we got to see um, Jimmy Butler actually go to a team where I think he's appreciated. We've seen Butler in Chicago, and what he did in Chicago was fantastic. Then he goes to the Timberwolves, and he finds out that them young guys don't want to win. All they want to do is just, you know, party and laugh. Then he goes to Philadelphia, and he made them a contender, and then he realized that they were paper champions, too. Goes to Miami, has his first team, that's his team since Chicago, and he has them in the conversation of being one of the teams that can knock off the Bucks potentially. I doubt it, but it's good to be in that conversation. So, so congratulations to Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat for being the most improved team. Clap, clap, clap. Yes, they will be clapping. Clap, clap. Moving on, next, the Rookie of the Year. I wasn't going to look for every rookie in the league. I just went by the rookie, to me, that stood out the most. And that was, even though he didn't play much, Zion Williamson and the other nominee, Jay Morton. And your winner, 
Jay Morton of the Minnesota, <coughs> the Memphis Grizzlies. This kid has turned the Grizzlies into a serious, serious future dominant team. As the Warriors get older, as Portland looks dis, you know disorganized, Memphis could be a destination. I know they have trouble getting free agents, but that team, this kid is averaging 17 points a game and 9 assists. That's only going to get better. And we've seen what he does on his rookie. Imagine when he gets some when he gets some uh, uh, um, age underneath them tires, kids. Ooh, he will be a league MVP. Trust me. He is um, Derrick Rose AI on steroids. He's not really on steroids, but you get what I'm saying. Moving on <clears throat> now for the NBA All Showtime Squad. <laughs> We will. We have ten players. Each player has made this team. Each player has sent in their thank yous, um, and we appreciate them. Starting with Atlanta's point guard, the playing for the uh, Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young. I know what you're saying. Their point guard has been better, but Trey Young has been on point all season. He has made it. With a team that is hard to watch, he has made it exciting. He is Steph Curry and another body. He has the ability to shoot from anywhere. He can get to the basket. And not to mention, his ball handling is so sick. He makes players commit fragrant fouls because he's just, hey, I'm just going to go between your legs here. I'm just going to embarrass you to the best of my ability. And that's what Trey Young has done. And to be on the Showtime list, you need to be a guy that people want to see. And trust me, people want to see him. Moving on to my man, we mentioned earlier, Luka Dantich, another guy who is making none. He, he's made Dallas a, des, a a fun team to watch. He's a combination of Larry Bird, Jason Kidd, uh, Steve Nash, <clears throat> with uh, the with the size of a of a, a Kobe Bryant. The kids. He's a big dude to be able to manipulate the ball the way he does. And I know what you're saying. Why'd you compare him to Larry Bird? Because he's white? Yeah, I did. So get over it. Moving on. The Greek freak, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Last year's MVP, potentially this year's MVP, potentially this year's Downright Sports MVP, and <clears throat> has his team n- number one again. He had his team number one last year. He has his team number one again. Giannis has looked at the entire league and said, all you guys who had it handed to you, I'm going to just take it. Speaking, starting with um, Joel Embiid and all guys like you, um, Carl Anthony Towns, all you guys that the game was handed to, I'm just going to take it from you because you guys don't want it, so I'll take it. Give me that. He's the, he's the bully on the yard that's just taking everybody's lunch money, and he's coming for you, LeBron, so you better be ready. Speaking of, LeBron James, he is on the list. Why wouldn't he be? The guy's having one of the best years of his career. When last year, he was left for dead. People pulled over to the side of the road, popped the trunk, threw his corpse out, and left. And they didn't even have the common courtesy to bury him, put him in the grave. Nah, they just left my man for dead. And then LeBron rose took the dirt off his body and says, time to go to work. Got Anthony Davidson for the first time in his career is leading the league in assists with 10 assists per game. Something I truly feel he could have done his entire career if he wanted to. But he's never, 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 I repeat, never had a finisher like Anthony Davis. Not Kevin Love. Not Kyrie Irving. Not 
Dwayne Wade, not uh, Chris Bosh, not any of them bums that used to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's fine. If he had an Anthony Davis when he his fifth year in the league, could you imagine all the the, the, the crap talking that I've done? This man would be there would be no conversation who's better, him or Jordan, because he would have ten championships right now. Because LeBron's never had a finisher like Anthony Davis before, and he has him now, and that's pretty impressive. Speaking of, moving on, and finally rounding off the starting five of the all-star squad is the Joker himself, Nico Djokovic, uh, for the Denver Nuggets. He is playing, he's one. He's the best center in the game offensively, and I know what you're saying, well, about Anthony, Anthony Davis is a forward. It's like the Tim Duncan argument. Uh, the Joker... <clears throat> Is that new hybrid? He's uh, Dirk Nowinski on. He's Dirk Nowinski, Tim Duncan, um, with a little bit of speed. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got the ability to either just back you down and you know take you to the post, or he'll just spot you up and shoot it on you. He's gonna have a long career because guys who can shoot have long careers. And <clears throat> I don't know if he'll ever win an MVP. But he's got Denver definitely in the fourth spot again and has Denver in the conversation of being a championship contender. They do the third spot. Forgive me. He has them in the third spot. Respect that, man. That's why. So the top to round up the top five of the Showtime squad, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, the Greek Freak, LeBron James, and the Joker. All right, moving on to the bench. The, I'm not calling reserves. They're the bench. If you're not starting, you're on the bench. Let's just call it like it is. Starting with Houston's James Harden. You put him on your squad because the guy can score. He, I don't, I don't think he's one of the better players in the game, but he's a showtime player. He's going to give you a show. He's going to spot you up. He's potentially going to go for 100 every night. Just take everybody off the court, and he's going to try to score 1,000 points on you because that's what James Harden does. That puts you in the showtime category, in my opinion. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> a player who I've crushed in the past multiple times has proven that he ain't dead either and that the Rockets can kick rocks, that the Clippers can kick rocks, is Chris Paul. The Thunder, let me explain something to you. The Thunder have lost James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Paul George. Um, they lost five all-stars. Those are five all-stars with at least three Hall of Famers, if not four. You know what I'm saying? And all they did was add Chris Paul. And Chris Paul's got that team fit, fifth fifth in the West. He's got them ahead of the Rockets, the Mavericks, and the Grizzlies, and the Spurs. And all they did was put Chris Paul in. Chris Paul's finally proven that he is one of the best point guards in the game that for the first time in his career since he's been in New Orleans he's got to carry a team and I think the conversation he's in the MVP conversation he may not win it but he's in the MVP conversation and we gotta res- I have to respect what that man has done this season I thought the Knicks should have went and got him but he would have went to the Knicks and just sat on the bench for like 10 days and never played the Lakers need him LeBron needs to find a way to get him for one more year and just Trying to get two championships because Chris Paul has earned this season. Chris Paul earned all the respect from me. Putting your head down, putting your hard hat on, and going to work. That kids to me is not just showtime. It's just grit. Chris Paul has grit. We may have to hand out the grit award next year. 
Uh, and then we wrap Anthony Davis. He's got to be on the list. Why is he not on the list? How would he not be on the list? I don't have to say anymore. Oh, I will say, because he's improved the Lakers by a thousand percent. He's one of, him and LeBron are one of like three combinations to both average 25 points a game. He's averaging 26, LeBron's averaging 25. And then Jimmy Butler, we talked about what he has done with the Miami Heat. He's made them better. He's made them important. He's made them relevant again. And kudos to uh, Pat Riley for signing that guy. And then finally, my favorite player in the league, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, without a question, is the best defensive player out there, the best defensive big man out there. He just gets it done. I'm looking at Jerry Jones's house right now. If this is his house, my God, that man has too much money. But uh, the NBA All-Star squad is that. And, um, yeah. I don't care what you got to say. That's my squad. And if you got a problem with it, step to them. And then finally, who are who will be the Downray Sports MVP, ladies and gentlemen? Time to find out. The cat the nominees are Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat, LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, the Greek Freak of the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, Chris Paul of the uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Sorry. I had a different person on there, and I just made an executive decision to take him off. The MVP is LeBron James. Simple as that. I know the Greek Freaks have another great year, but you don't. You, LeBron doesn't average 25 points and 10 assists and like eight rebounds, and you just look at it like it's not happening. The guy is a stud. He is. I mean, the Greek Freak is first in player efficiency rating. LeBron's eighth. You know what I'm saying? And I want to say the reason why the Greek Freak is first is because the Greek Freak is the first offensive option on that team and the only offensive option. LeBron's got two. He's got Anthony and himself. But you're looking at me and you're like, well, Anthony should be the MVP. He's the only difference. Now, he is the difference, but LeBron has proven to everybody that he, when he wants to be, is the greatest player in the world when he wants to be. And if it wasn't for... This unfortunate uh, situations that's going on, we would have seen him turn it on because it's that time of year, and he would have made examples. If the playoffs started today, if the playoffs had started, they would have played the Grizzlies, and I can promise you, they would have smoked the Grizzlies in four, and they would not. He would not. Neither one of them would have played in the fourth quarter, and then who? I felt that they wouldn't have felt the challenge. Until they got to the Western Conference Finals. And I don't think that challenge was going to be the Clippers, quite frankly. Because I don't have any faith in the Clippers. Because I think... Um, you know, well, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, well, he, he played in the East last year, kids. For real, for real. He played in the East. And he... Who leaves... Paul, uh, who leaves... Uh, never mind. Let's not go down that path. I just think this is the year for the Lakers. This was LeBron's year to get back to the finals. Whether they would have won the finals or not is a different story. But this would have been the year he had so much to prove. So much on the table. And unfortunately, we got to wait to see if it happens. But LeBron's my MVP. If you got something to say about it, leave a comment. That's all I got to say, kids. And that is the... <clears throat> and that is the first ever NBA award show here at the Downward Sports Radio Show. It was sponsored by DJ Chase. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, sponsored by the one, the only DJ Chase, who you can check out his latest album at Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and Spotify, uh, established 1986. You can check that out. 
That's right. Uh, stay tuned. We will have more to come as we wrap the show up. I'm your host, Brent Reed, and we'll be right back. DMX for you. Um, thank you all for listening to the show today. Little fine. I'm sorry, my voice kept going in and out. But um, <clears throat> if you listen to the podcast, once again, please subscribe. Become a friend of the show. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the like button and give um, leave a comment. Uh, if you listen on uh, SoundCloud or Google Play, you know, do the same thing. Drop a comment in the inbox. Uh, the show will be on YouTube. I normally don't put the show on YouTube, but we're going to edit it, and this episode will be on YouTube, so subscribe at YouTube at channel Downright Sports. It's all simple. It's just Downright Sports. You know what I'm saying? There will be a new Downright Sports show this Wednesday um, celebrating the WNBA. They just had their draft last week. Congratulations to all the new players that's joining that wonderful league, that league that's still growing. It's 20-something years, and you got to commend this league because for – so many years, the league was just bleeding money. If you guys don't know that the WNBA is basically supported by the NBA from the money that they get from television. And they put it in there to keep that league going. But fortunately, this year, the, all the ladies got a all the women in that great league got a raise. So they're going to make more money. And then to hopefully one day, they all they have to do is just play in the WNBA and not have to travel uh, overseas to play. And they can be home because so many of the players have families, they have children. And, <clears throat> you know, where in a men's league, uh, most male athletes, they just have to help, you know, they, you know, they do, they do. And then the, the wife or the girlfriend or whoever gives birth in there with the child. It's a little different for women of the WNBA because it's, you know, they have to give birth and they have to be with the child. So some of them miss seasons, some of them miss, uh, you know, a year or two. And, you know, it's just different. So the WNBA has to be looked at differently. You have to respect what they do. Yeah, they don't dunk, but they can ball and they will bust your butt if you play them one-on-one. Let's just be fair. So we're going to honor them on Wednesday and uh, break down the top. 10 players, I think, of all time. Um, the sh- uh, yesterday was actually very light, and I'm surprised ESPN didn't like spend all day on it, but an actual sporting event happened, and that was um, 
bull riding and they were the first to kind of hey this is how it's done they tested everyone they everybody had their own individual stations there were no fans but you just had the bulls the riders and the team and that was it i've been saying for weeks now i think you can bring back sports in some capacity um if you want sports that are a little more popular than you know bull riding damn <laughs> if you want sports a little more popular than bull riding, for example, you could bring back boxing, you could bring back UFC, you could bring back racing in any capacity, golf, tennis, and horse racing. And I know you're like, well, Brent, how, how can you do that? Let's just start with golf. Golf, what is there? 18 guys to a field, 20 guys, maybe 100. If you got 100 golf, you cut it down. Let's just be fair. <laughs> You, you look at the PGA, you take the top 30 players, and you put them out there. Even if you take the top 50, I think you can make it work. And you don't need the fans. You know what I'm saying? Golf is better watched on TV probably anyway. You don't need the fans. You just put the players out there. Um, they don't have to stand next to each other. There's no contact. If a guy does sneeze, it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it won't attack him. You know, it, doesn't, it won't get to anyone. But you can, golf definitely can resume today. Easy. Tennis, same scenario. You Unless you're playing doubles, tennis, you have the line judge, you have the two participants, and then you have the ball people. That's it. That four or five people tops. You got the, the TV crew, which doesn't have to be around each other, and you can make it work. If you need a formula, just look at what the hell two different wrestling promotions are doing the wwe and aew and another one uh impact they're holding events in closed arenas with just the the key participants and that's it they just limited i know it's a lot of jobs laws but you're limiting the staff uh racing everybody's in their own individual car outside of the pit crew and you could you know if you test them and check them you're good to go boxing same thing you got the boxer you got its team, and that's it. We keep forgetting that every pro athlete once was an amateur, and I'm speaking from when I when I played college baseball, we had zero fans out there. We had the two teams, and that was it. And I don't, you know what I mean. So we had a total of uh, thirty people, and. 15 were on one side, 15 was on the other. And I don't even think we had 15 on my team, quite frankly. I think we had 10. J just at 10. We had one bench guy. So, I know it's football may be tough. Basketball may be a little bit tough. But a lot of sports where there's a lot more spacing, uh, um, where you can limit. Because you can test the, the, the If it's a UFC or a boxing fight, you can test the guys. Are you, are you good? Cool. And then you rock from there. Um, you could test the referee. You could test the judges. And quite frankly, in the UFC, the judges don't even need to be present. They could watch from, they could judge from Zoom. How easy was that, guys? It took me six seconds to think of that one. I'm just, I know the president said that, and, you know, God from, you know, quote. But <laughs> sports would, you want to keep people inside, sports are going to keep people inside, especially if they can't attend. You, sports is the only thing that's going to keep people from wanting to, you know, just walk around mindlessly because they have nowhere to go. I can't go to work, can't go here, can't go to the movies. What is it for me to do? So if you bring back sports, especially if you're a sport like golf 
in tennis, in boxing, where you in racing, where you want to try to compete with the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. Oh, pfft, I'm coming back in a heartbeat, and I'm gonna make sure because ESPN is gonna run you all day because you're the only sport that they can break down right now they've been talking about uh oh kid from liberty got drafted by the redskins how about that i'm saying that because i live in lynchburg and i broadcast out of lynchburg and liberty is in lynchburg good for him anyway um if you're one of those struggling sports this is your opportunity to rise up like the phoenix you know what i'm saying everybody i mean they got the esports but I don't know how I can, I don't feel comfortable about that. I feel like I could beat all them kids. That's why I don't feel comfortable about it. Anyway, thank you all for uh, listening. It's been fun. Uh, if you've watched on Facebook, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> if something happens, I'll be back. If not, we're going to take a break um, and just chill out and uh, spend more time quarantined in the house and drinking coffee and playing with the dogs. That's what I'm pretty much going to do um, and just have some fun. Uh, be safe. Please be safe. You know, you know, uh, just be cognizant of other people. And somebody said it best. Think about your grandparents. You want them to be around. Think about your grandparents. And if you're an old person, please stay home. My day job, there's a lot of old people that keep coming out and they're not protecting themselves. Making me wonder why that, uh, that, uh, that boomer generation kind of happened after World War II. People don't believe in protection. That's a, that's a joke you need to really think hard about. Uh, subscribe. Become a friend of the show. Thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Um, again, we'll see you Wednesday on YouTube uh, for the, the top 10 greatest WNBA players of all time. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that one. Maybe even have a female host. You never know. And um, we'll, go, we'll rock from there. So appreciate it, guys. Thank you. And be safe. Deuces. Motherfucking why? The motherfucking saga continues. All hell and all believe in the real gangster shit. Cause when it comes to the real niggas, it makes the shit that much harder to deal with.
it was fuck. You came out street, walked over. And after that, your career's fucking over. Because of that, you're not around. So shut the fuck up and witness the sound of some real Honey's 
Niggas was wearing sass soon, now it's 95 And they clock me and watch me diamonds shining Looking like a robbed Liberace It's all good, from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pain It's all the finger if you feel the same way Straight 